Before we get into the show, I just wanted to say from the cast of DND Raw that we hope you are safe and well. The health and safety of our listeners is our top priority, and we want to make sure that we do our part to help prevent the spread of COVID-19. Now, better known as coronavirus, this disease has spread throughout the world. There are a few ways to help lower the spread of this respiratory disease. Wash your hands, avoid touching your face, including mouth, nose, and eyes, and cover your coughs and sneezes. Monitor your symptoms and consult with your doctor. Stay home and away from other sick people except for medical care. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. For the podcast, we plan to continue releasing episodes on our regular schedule and keep recording new adventures with our characters remotely. You can also send letters to Leuven at dm at dndraw.com right now. More details on that during the episode. If you enjoy the adventures of our characters in Ostia and our show about the rules for 5th edition, support us on Patreon. For just $1 a month, you will get exclusive content and updates. If you're interested in a look behind the curtain of how we keep track of all of our quests, we are going to be releasing our player's to-do list document for each session to all patrons going forward. This includes our plans for which characters need to have a heart-to-heart, what letters are they writing to family at home, and which NPCs can't be trusted. Beyond that, higher tiers get DM's notes, bloopers from our episodes, and to add an item or NPC to a D&D Raw episode. We are especially grateful to our producer tier patrons who listen to our audio before anyone else to give feedback and shape the final episode. We want to give a special thanks to Johnny Torres for serving as a producer on this episode. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. Next week, we'll be Rumble Squad, episode 32. Join us now for Serviceable Plots, episode 43. Nobody likes the Whispered Ones. And with me today are the following players. Hi, I'm Bethany, and I'll be playing Belinda Walsingham, the half-elf awakened mystic. Hi, this is Adam, and I will be playing Akiva Khonshu, the Shadar Kai Hexblade Warlock. Hi, I'm Jane, and I'm playing Nissa Turin, the gnome arcane trickster rogue. Hi, I'm Mike, and I'm playing Scribner Shannon Whitecliffe, the human rogue fighter. Last time, the party spoke with a strange mystic girl, who turned out to be the daughter of Saria and Thovin, as they learned she was being protected by Sildan here at the monastery. The party then planned for their meeting with Kendral, before heading to the running pickaxe to find Lyle. There, they met up with Nissa's old friend Colbane, while also meeting a higher-ranking member of the Shadow Wolves, Gar. Gar promised to aid the party in their job to deal with Kendral, and then directed Nissa on where Lyle was hiding. You guys proceed to the bar. I assume you give the signal a friend yep. as the bartender looks up and she just nods and continues her conversation like nothing is happening. I do not like him at all. I agree. He's very shady. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of him, but I trust Arsic, so. So when he did Wolf, you trusted him. So I'm guessing that's some sort of insider sign. It's his rank within the Shadow Wolves. Ah. Uh. So all the Shadow Wolves can uh, talk shop? Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Wait, how come you can talk shop? Conversation for another time. Isn't that the door we have to knock on? So you had proceeded behind the bar, got through the door, got to the third door on the left. Knock three times, then knock twice. Come in. We go in. 
Right. So you walk in. It's a very plain room, single table, a small cot, but inside you all see a halfling man, dirty blonde hair pulled back into a ponytail that uh, the hair is a bit unkempt, brown eyes that look exhausted, uh, slight red around them like he hasn't slept a lot, lightly tanned skin, and he's pretty much the same height as Nissa. Uh, very simple, very plain clothes that look pretty dirty right now but uh you see when you initially open the door he has a small hand crossbow just kind of resting by his hand on the table but he quickly relaxes his grip as he sees who it is gets up runs over and hugs you nissa i hug him back okay please um everyone come in um and he signs friend to as he kind of gestures quickly to them i'll sign friend and lyle this is scriv and i'm done uh is the door closed I close the door. Okay, I'm, I'm actually going to drop this, guys. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you're not the only one being hunted. Hi. Hi. Wait, are you the Shadarka I've heard rumors about? Yeah. No, I've heard very weird things. Several rumors. One of them was a Shadarkai. One of them was just some Goliath person? Lady? I'll fill you in another time, like maybe when you're not being hunted yourself, you know? That's probably a good idea. I get what rumors I can. Okay, Um. so... Good. You uh, you got in touch with Aggie and Colbane. Okay. Yeah. Aggie? Sorry. I assume you went to the Drunken Duck. We did. Um, didn't really talk to Aggie much, but I've just spoken to Arthic now, so... Okay. Well, uh, I'm glad you're, you're okay. Uh, you're one of the only ones that both sides in this organization trust, since you weren't here for all of the infiltration. Please, uh, sit. I don't have much food right now. I get whatever I can from the bartender upstairs. But you want some bread? Cheese? I'm good. Please, do you need anything? Can I get you anything? No, I'm fine. You see he's like a little jittery, because normally when you see him, he's pretty tired. This is a new level of stress and tired for him. So he kind of sits down. He looks like a little shaky on his feet, like he's just basically keeping one eye open when he does sleep for what little sleep he does get. I will sit down by the door and uh, just keep my sword on my lap. So, what were you able to find? <sighs> can I just info dump? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can info dump. So you tell him about the Cult of Tenebris, the papers you found there, that Sedan is the traitor of the Whispered Ones, all that. You tell him that you gave the information to Gar. Yes. Okay, good. Gar is uh, the person who brought me on, so... I trust him. Oh, thank goodness um, for that, because I wasn't sure about that guy. I'm not going to lie. He's a bit weird. Oh, he's shady to all. Yeah, but... Seconded. He does take care of him and his. Okay. Has a bit of vindictive streak, though, if you turn on him. So don't turn on him. He can be very... See, now ruthless. I kind of want to turn on him. Why'd you have to tell me that? Because I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> Shut up and get a haircut. And some sleep. One of those things, hopefully, I can get soon as long as Sedan is dealt with. Honestly, I don't know who all Sedan has with him right now, but if he's out of the picture, a lot of the other paws then will kind of fall in line too if Sedan's out of the picture. Wave him off. Not my soup, not my onions. Spend a lot of time with halflings? A bit. And I'll just, uh, kind of hold onto my shield for a bit. Well, alright. So, you have a meeting... In the next couple of days? Yeah. What I would do is if you find out where, Gar can be helpful. I would get him involved. Actually, what range 
weapons do you have, just in case? Me? None. Cool. He picks up his hand crossbow and hands it over to you. Take this. Okay. (laughs) It's not a normal hand crossbow. Look, and he kind of shows you uh, the underside, and he clicks a button, and a cartridge pops out with three bolts in it. Oh, nice. So it's quick enough that you can fire it if you're holding it in your other hand, just in case multiple enemies. We styled it after one Vrawl had a long time ago that was made for him, and kind of been using it ever since. Some of the tinkers in our organization have tried to tweak and perfect it, and he kind of digs around uh, and gets a couple other cartridges in here. So that way you can just switch and reload it, but it's a mechanical hand crossbow. You can fire three shots before you need to reload it. Sweet. Thank you. I need to get together with some of these other tinkerers. They need to teach me this stuff. (laughs) Keep moving your way up in the organization and you'll be fine. (laughs) You'll be okay, right? I'm always okay. Yeah, some of those scars say otherwise. Shh. Kind of leans in a little bit closer to you and just says, you trust these two? They got your back? I trust them. Okay. Whatever happens, we'll keep her safe. You better, or you'll have me to deal with. Says you. You look like you couldn't stand for longer than a minute. You don't know what I can do. I can stab him. I can totally stab him. One of these days, show me what you got, old man. Glad you're safe. Be careful. Sadan's not the quietest sort, but he's can definitely hold his own if a fu- in a fight if it comes down to it. <sighs> Anything else you can tell us? Fill us in on? Well... There's definitely no one above him in the organization. He's as high as it goes as far as any of my searching has been able to lead me to. I mean, the news that he's got someone coming into town that he works for makes sense. The fact that it's part of the Whispered Ones is annoying. If you took out several of the Shadow Wolves that attacked you in the city a few nights ago, I don't think he has many more people that are working directly for him. That's good to know. My recommendation, get rid of him. But... Maybe learn what he knows before you do. Yeah, that's what we're aiming for. He's not going to go down easy. No. Nothing in this life is ever easy. No, he's a half-orc. He's really tough. And part of his job has always been to deal with tough threats. So he's used to a fight. We have a couple tricks up our sleeve, though. He's good in close quarters and at range. He likes throwing those daggers as much as he likes stabbing people with them. I can throw daggers and stab with them as well. I'll show him. Mm. He does occasionally keep some simple poisons on him as well, so be careful for that. Oh, joy. Okay. So don't let him touch you. Nothing terrible, because he doesn't have the money or the skill to make or acquire them, but they still can hurt. Word of warning. (sighs) Well, probably shouldn't stay down here too long, other Well, I guess most of the dwarves up there are probably too focused on their own conversations, but, you know, it's been a while, and you've been down here, and it's weird for someone to just come behind the bar who isn't working here. Yeah, I don't want to put you at risk. I appreciate you coming to find me. Of course. Are you sure you- okay, do you need anything getting- anything doing? Are you okay? I'm okay. I've got food. I've got drink. I occasionally get information when I can. I just- like to be able to walk back into my bar, you know, run it again. Yeah, it's not the same without you, though. It's quieter, isn't it? Yeah, boring. Please deal with him quickly. I'll do what I can. Gives you another hug, Nissa. I hug him and just say, stay safe. You too. If things get too rough, it's okay for you to duck and hide. I know. Good luck, all of you. Thank you. Stay safe, stay hidden. 
stay out of the duck pond. That's the plan. Okay, I will re-up my disguise as Omdon. I'll sheathe my weapon and get to the door. Alright, you guys proceed out. When you are leaving, neither Colbane nor Gar are there. So, about this point, uh, are you guys heading back to Belinda's apartment to meet back up with her? After we pick up some manacles. Okay. Manacles are two gold. Okay, done. You guys arrive at Belinda's apartment to find Belinda already inside. So how did it go? Okay. Did you find him? Found him, spoke to him. Yeah, he's, he's safe. Well, that's good news. Belinda, you do notice Nissa has a hand crossbow now, though. Someone gave you a hand crossbow? Yeah, wilded. Apparently some of the, the guys in the organization make these things. I didn't even know that. What else happened besides finding Lyle and getting a hand crossbow? We might have some help dealing with Sedan and whoever his contact is that will be coming into town. What kind of help? My organization kind of help? Possibly an assassination. They said they wouldn't harm his associate, which is Dragonborn with a gun. We know his name is Kindral. Kindral should not be caught as part of the wolves' assistance in this matter. So the Shadow Wolves want to see Kindral and Sedan eliminated. They want to see Sedan eliminated, and they had interest in taking Kindral to question him and see if he was a potential threat going forward. We persuaded him uh, with the idea that we would take him instead, as we have our own methods of getting information, but that we might share that information with him. Might being the primary word. If we just so happen to not find any sort of interesting information from Kindral, then, oh well, that's a very sad state of affairs for the Shadow Wolves. Okay, was it Lyle Nissa who was making this arrangement, or is it someone else you trust? It was someone else I ran into an old friend. He was conversing with somebody I didn't know, but they were conversing in a language I'm very familiar with. Me too. What language? Thieves Oh. Quietly raise an eyebrow at that. So also another member of the Shadow Wolves? Yes. What were the names of these people? Osset Colbane and Gar. So as a note, Belinda. Yeah. Gar is a sylvan word for false, fake, or untrue. Do you speak Sylvan, Nissa? N- no. So Gar and Sylvan means false? It's like he told you his name was pseudonym. 100% on brand, that is exactly what that means. He, uh, yeah, that sounds about right. So we don't know who this really is? Not really. I just know he's a member of the Shadow Wolves. And we gave him the paperwork that would exonerate Lyle. Lyle said this is someone you could trust? Yes, and he did say he could be very helpful in dealing with Saddam. As long as we don't double-cross him, in which case he's some sort of vengeful false-facer person. Well, it sounds like our interests align. Nobody likes the Whispered Ones, except the Whispered Ones. So we have a very clearly defined mutual enemy, which can only help. And if Lyle's confident he's not actually working for the Whispered Ones, I don't see any harm in taking advantage of another ally, even if temporary. I think if he was working for the Whispered Ones, I don't think Lyle would be safe right now. Yeah. Nissa, what was that other thing that he said about taking care of the Shadow Wolves that attacked us in the city? That if it was us that did that, he didn't think there would be many others left. Okay. Okay, so the hope is we're not facing too many enemies. I was trying to think about how they would be getting to the city, because Kindral is obviously coming from out of town. Sadan's been very clear about that. 
and there's only so many ways to get in. You guys have seen it yourselves when we've come through checkpoints. You have to have paperwork, you have to be vetted. I'm sure there are ways to sneak in, but they're very high risk. So I have reason to believe that Kendral is coming in with a caravan tomorrow from Chorton's Ridge. Okay, that's more details than we had before. That seems very specific. I don't know for sure that it's a fact, but it's a lead. And if that's the case, they'd be coming in through the Northeast Gate. So I was thinking, based on that timeline, we could stake out the gate, follow Kendral to wherever he is going to be staying, where he would be then meeting us the following day, because Sadan was going to tell us where to go. I'm sorry, tell Nissa and person to be killed, me. And then I suppose we could provide that information to this tentative ally. So if we're able to get that location, Nissa, that was one of the reasons why we had to give him the documents. We didn't have enough information for him to act on Belinda. And because of that, he needed to use that those documents as evidence. You know, show that it's an actual threat. Evidence for who? I'm guessing his higher ups. People he needs to recruit show that this is this goes deeper than just one person. Maybe because the Whispered Ones are mentioned in those documents, it'll give more clout. The Whispered Ones are not mentioned in those documents. What is mentioned is that Sadan worked for the Cult of Tenebris, which is still very negative. <laughs> Point is, if we have a location, we should be able to get the letters back. I can talk to this Gar. He obviously speaks Sylvan. That wouldn't be a bad idea. But we have to get the information first. Which means a stakeout. Basically. And I have to be clear, I have not done such a thing. I don't really know how to do such a thing, but I know it is done. I am kind of relying on the skills of the group. You might need a better disguise, Akiva. I am thinking of changing that as I don't want Amdan implicated in anything we're doing now. I had an idea, if you'd be open to the idea, Scriv. Why do you need my permission to pick a costume? You're not going to turn into my dad or anything, are you? I will change into Bistan. Hello, Scriv. I'm feeling a very complicated version of hatred right now. It's a pretty good disguise. It's not like Baston's suddenly going to show up in town, and if his reputation is slightly damaged, I feel like we're all okay with that. I am 100% on board with this. Now, if you excuse me, I need to go over here and stare angrily into a book for completely unrelated reasons. That seems healthy. So, what are the rest of you doing? Uh, we have to plan a stakeout. I can help iron out the details of that. I haven't really ever done one, but I can at least provide insight on skills. We have to plan what we're doing, because we're literally just going to be hanging around a city gate. Yeah. The gate you're near is the Helder Market District. Basically, the district filled with shops. Okay. <gasps> Fake shopping! I would suggest that Nissa and I maybe scope out from a second story window or something. Uh, Nissa, is there a way you can figure out if someone's using like a magical disguise? Obviously, and I motion over to Akiva, we can't exactly expect our target to be going around in well, his normal skin. Would there be a way? Would I know a way, Tony? Without physical contact with them, the detect magic spell. Or someone who knows if there's a magical effect on a person, which is Belinda. So my job is to scan. So I guess we have to figure out who's doing what. Akiva, I think your best job would be deflecting attention if anyone comes over to us. He's a street performer, isn't he? Akiva, I have the best worst idea I've ever had in my life. 
Are you thinking about recreating Biston's awful play in the street? Yes. I think it's time for an encore performance of... The Giddy Jogger Troll. You know you remember it. It's emblazoned upon all of our minds. I, I don't think I could... I could have Umbra wipe it from my memory. It's that bad. It would be an amazing distraction. It would be a very good distraction. No one could look away. It's like watching a cart crash into a wall over and over again. So, Scriv, I know you're very perceptive. I think just reading the body language of people who are walking past us would be really helpful. Yeah. Nissa, have you done a stakeout before? This seems like something you might have done before. Yeah, I've done a few. What else do we need to take into consideration? We're assuming that he's going to be walking. There's a possibility that he's actually in a cart surrounded by a bunch of magical items to disguise any effect on him. Could be. But here's the thing. I am proposing that we are inside the city. They will already have had to go past the guards. Not that they're perfect, but they're quite thorough. So we don't have any guarantees. But it would be easiest to get through by just being a person with fake papers. Not that anyone ever has fake papers. So that helps cover a bit more distance. What's Have we ever tested the full range of your telepathic communication? I know it could be from, you know, across a crowd, probably, but not like down the road or something like that. So we'd have to be in pretty decent proximity. But as long as you were all within, I guess, sight or reasonable range of me, I think we'd be able to communicate. But the earrings should be good. Because the main idea here is to trail him, right? That's my intention. And that's something I would not be good at. I think... My main contribution would be with Scriv to help identify him, and then maybe Scriv and Nissa, you'd be better at following. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. thinking too. Yeah. And then we could follow from a more suitable distance, just in case. I'm not very stealthy. I have made attempts before, but it's not my strong suit. I'm better off just being a person. You tried your best, though, in the cave. Keep bringing up the cave. It's fine. Everybody needs to go somewhere, all right? It's just... We have our strengths. Yours just aren't climbing. If I can avoid it ever happening again, I certainly will. So, I guess we have the day then, because that was supposed to be tomorrow morning. So if we are there just after dawn, I think, and get ourselves in place. Do we need to do any preparation for it? Sleep. Well, it's still the afternoon now, so if anyone has any other activities they want to work on. I will work on remembering the horrible, horrible act that is... The giddy jogger troll. Okay. In the meantime, uh, Belinda, you have a map of the district? No, I live here. Okay, so then I guess I will sketch out a basic map of the district so that we can try and figure out possible... No one needs to draw anything out. I already have a map of the city. Ah, That's perfect. We could go over how we want to maybe follow Kendral when he shows up, when we find out where he goes. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm best at slipping into side streets and back streets and shadowy places. Ah, so not second story. Okay. Oh, you were thinking higher up. Ooh. Well, I figured that you wouldn't have to fight as many crowds and, well, as few crowds as we need to deal with the better. But, okay, yeah, so I guess let's go over the map and figure out how we want to do this. Okay. You guys are planning your, your routes depending on what routes they take, I assume. Yes. Uh, also, Nissa, your map is mostly hand-drawn based off of your own routes that you've taken, So, but it's very detailed because you have been able to fill it in over time. And I just want to take as many detailed notes as possible, maybe come up with a shorthand for my own copy of a map. 
So, I'm like, wait, um, no, no, don't look at that bit. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> so as we're working on the map, so what did you mean by thieves can't? It's what you and I have been using. I was told that was shop talk, just a way for archaeologists to gossip, which I thought was weird, since you don't do that. No, thieves can't something uh, my organization created. So it's a shadow wolves language. Yep. So I'm kind of intrigued as to how you know it. My mom taught me thieves can't. Thieves can't. That's what it is. It's thieves can't. It is a language used by criminals to discuss crimes. I mean, it's part of it, but you know. So was your mom a shadow wolf at one time, or did- I don't know. As far as I knew, my mom was an archaeologist, and my dad was a paladin, and they were all on the up and up, but, well, now one of them speaks the secret language of the underground criminal empire based in Orenthal. So I have a couple of questions. Sorry, I guess? My own personal inquiries aside, at least this means that we can we can operate on an even level. It's very handy that you know it. it makes things easier, for sure. Yeah. Would you mind if we just ran down a couple of vocabulary words? Maybe in the interests of, uh, well, disguising what they were teaching me, some words mean things that maybe they taught me wrong in some aspects. Yeah, sure. For the sake of uh, just going over without you guys needing to pick apart specific aspects of these can't what occasionally you'll catch words that scrivel think is like you know dig carefully here means secret stash stuff along those lines it seems like scrivs translations might be more suited for definitely being underground rather than just in general where the actual translations are supposed to be more general because it's supposed to be very simple language to describe things hidden within plain language okay so you do catch things, and you, you Scriv, do learn like little bits of, of what was supposed to be like, oh, this is, yeah, this is an archaeological thing. No, not so much. Here's the more direct translation. Okay. So you guys basically are doing this for the rest of the day. Okay, so I'm using my sending stone to send a message to Zinavir as follows. No updates on a Dar search. Preparing to go to Tenebris Library in Abyss to find tomes. Any recommendations on what to look for? Potential help? Darwin roped you into this, too. He requested our aid as well. When is this set to take place? Message me tomorrow. I will send her the date tomorrow morning. All right, so the next morning, you first send her the date as to when it's going to take place? Yes. 29th of Left Nui. I wasn't roped in. I volunteered, hoping to find answers. Very well. I will research what might be of use in the library, and perhaps I will come aid myself. Feel free to message me again. I will at least come visit on the 28th of Lefnoi. Okay. And now, a brief message from Leuven. Hi, I'm Leuven Cromdell. It goes without saying that I love partying and meeting new people. And, like most adventurers, I also have the good fortune of perfect health. But for the sake of those of us who are more vulnerable to COVID-19, I'm committing to social distancing as much as possible until this crisis has passed. I hope you'll join me and become my pen pal in the meantime. Just, you know, please don't lick the envelope. Thanks. Hey, this is Nick, the player for Living Cromdell. During these troubled times, we here at D&D Raw are keenly aware of the importance of entertainment media to help all of us get through. It is in this spirit that we're expanding the Nebrasol network to include sending spells through electronic mail. 
Would you like to write a letter to Leuven? Well, now you can. Please address your letter to dm at dndraw.com, and Tony will make sure your message gets where it needs to go. Thank you. Are you guys doing anything else in the morning, or are you guys heading straight for the Northeastern Gate? We do our quick bridge morning routines, and we go straight there, and we try to find a good spot to set up the production. So this is an area with wall-to-wall shops, taverns, and inns that cater to merchants uh, and just are filled with wares. So there's a few side streets here and there, uh, which, of course, Nyssa and Scriv picked out, but... There aren't a lot of places to just stand in the street. Uh, you could find like a small little alleyway and start to perform kind of off to the side if you want to provide a bit of a distraction, like just between a couple of the buildings. Can we see the gate? You can get close enough. Uh, you'd have to leave Akiva a little bit. Can I see Akiva and the gate? You can find a space where you can see both Akiva and the gate, assuming Akiva stays basically right next to the street. Just say it's Griff, are you guys staying mobile? Were we going to like move about a lot or position ourselves in one spot? I think position ourselves in one spot is going to look suspicious. I can position myself in one spot and just be a weird person watching this alleyway show and then I could just, as long as you guys keep moving, that would be better. If you're in my telepathic rage, we could stay in touch. Most people are moving. So we need to move. Yeah. Telepathically. Akiva, if I give you a look of disdain, it's nothing personal. It's part of the act. It's the play. So Akiva, first off, make a performance check. 23. Belinda, it is just as you remember it. Just as bad. Yeah, it's the one-man play. Oh. Oh, it turned into a one-man play. Akiva's just starting it off that way as well. Right. Oh no. It wasn't originally a one-man play. Halfway through, he had jumped in and turned it into a one-man play. What does it sound like? What's like the first line? Forsooth, why does this happen to me? I would like perception checks from Belinda, Nissa, and Scrape. And I'll be on my uh, aura site focus. Okay. It's an eight. Five. Eighteen. Belinda, you might be a bit disgusted by how well Akiva is reenacting how bad that play was. Right. It's very good and very bad. After a couple hours uh, with Akiva needing to occasionally duck away to reapply the disguise self as he breaks up the axe. I assume there's some costume changes too, as part of the change, right? Oh yeah, because he needs to play all the parts. Yep. Eventually you do, uh, Scriv notices a caravan that is coming through the main entrance. Several carts long as they are proceeding, you see all sorts of human, half-elven, a few dwarven figures, like, pulling the carts forward. One in particular, that catches your eye, Scriv. You notice one of the carts has what looks like a mechanical bird perched atop it. Does it look similar to the sort of things we found in that one artificer's workshop? It's hard to tell from the distance that you're at. You'd have to get much, much closer as you're not super familiar with constructs. Okay. But it is moving its head and seems to be looking around. Due to the crowd, eventually you also do notice there seems to be almost a mechanical dog-like construct that is walking beside the cart as well. Okay. That cart has two humans, actually, uh, on it. You notice the one is a man, short dark hair and a scruffy beard, with a woman with short blonde hair and fairly simple plain clothes. 
but I don't recognize either of them from where I'm at. You don't recognize them, but they are leading the cart forward. You notice a lot of people are looking at these carts as they're starting to go down the street and paying a lot of attention to these constructs that are moving around. And at one point, the woman just does a little and points up and the bird soars up into the air and circles a few times with a few like fascinated looks from the crowd. It seems like a really good distraction going to pull on the earring. Does anyone else see what we're looking for? There's a group of artificers with constructs, and it seems like a really good distraction. So you guys turn, and you notice the bird circling overhead, and you can draw your attention to the cart. Belinda, you have your aura sight on? Yes. I'm going to definitely look at them and also look at the cart before and the cart after, because this does seem very distracting. Your aura sight, I'm assuming you in general see auras. So do me a favor, roll an intelligence check. A natural 20, so 25. You recognize both of the auras of the humans on the cart. You remember the last time you saw them was in a cave. The one, the male figure is the one that had a gun pointed at all of you. The female is Esvel. Esvel's aura. Very familiar aura. It was very striking. Part of the reason also, as you're staring at them, you notice there's a slight shift in the female human's aura, which is Esvel, which is similar to how you shift your aura to disguise what you are like. Um, I'm going to uh, go ahead and activate the telepathic link so I can talk to everybody at once. Um, say, uh, script was right. It looks like the people on the cart are Kindral and Esvel. They're trying to disguise themselves, doing a pretty good job. Funny they would try to draw so much attention, but maybe they're maybe there's layers to this plan we don't understand. It might be the best disguise to be out in the open. We would never do that. Looking over across at Akiva. And you, who hath spurned my affections! The carts are proceeding down the road. Can I reach out telepathically to Esvel? What do you say? I kept up my end of the bargain. Are you ready to keep up yours? You notice there is a quick shift in where she's looking, and she seems to be scanning the crowd quickly. And then she goes back to look back up at the bird. Yes, I can keep up my end. Glad to know that you are all right. Faithfulness. We're going to follow you. We're supposed to meet you tomorrow. You don't know us. A place called the Drunken Duck. That is apparently where we're staying, in case you lose track. Appreciated. Good luck. To you as well. Quick and quiet is what we will need to be to pull this off. We want you to maintain your position. Or send. I prefer the latter. There is a memory here. Be careful. Thank you for telling us. The memory is not humanoid. Details? A construct that was once a living thing in the cart with us. I see that now. The other constructs are the memory's designs. They are supposed to be a gift and a show for trade. Trade with whom? I do not know. I guess we'll find out. The cart's proceeding along. I fill in the group that they're going to the drunken duck. Following. Take a shortcut to get there. Roll stealth checks for me. 14. 11. Fortunately, is a very packed crowd. You do bump into a few people who had stopped to stare, however, at the performance of Biston, which draws a few eyes towards you, but you are able to slip into an alley easy enough. What's the plan here, guys? I mean, I'm going to go and... I'm- Akiva's gonna wrap it up, uh, check to see if anyone gave any money, obviously, for this beautiful performance. No. Darn it. And then we were, we would follow along, just at a safe distance. 
how well does Nissa know the Drunken Duck? Very yeah. well. Would we be able to like do a stakeout on the actual building to make sure that nobody leaves the drunk? We want to make sure that they don't leave the building. We're assuming that they're going there, setting up for the night, and then tomorrow the deal goes down. Possibly. The idea is that we want to make sure that we can keep tabs on them and possibly have a sting with the Shadow Wolves to assault this place. I think somebody has to go tell Gar. I've been there, so I at least know where we can go. You and I can go inform Gar while they trail. We can earring communicate. We'll go to the ready pickaxe and inform Gar. Nissa and Scrib, you're basically side streets to get towards the Drunken Duck, since you know where they're going. Yeah, yeah. The running pickaxe is closer, so we're going to jump over to Akiva and Belinda. I'll just step into an alley so you could change your disguise. <laughs> yes, back to Amdon. We have to go to the running pickaxe in the Iron Fist District. Okay, I have no idea who these people are beyond their names, but that's okay. You guys get to the running pickaxe. Kiva, you scan the room. It's just as busy as it was the day before. However, you do find Gar seated by himself, just uh, enjoying a drink. I don't know if you remember me, Gar. I was here with Nissa Turn before. Yes, I'm Don. A pleasure. And who's your friend? This is one of our uh, associates, Belinda. Belinda, pleasure to meet you. Gar. So we have some new information concerning the d- developing situation. All right. Do you have a location? The Drunken Duck. And supposedly there is not only the higher up we were expecting, one higher than him, and there may be a deal going down. It could poss- It's very possible it's happening today. Very well. We should proceed quickly then. I'm going to ask him and Sylvan, what are you planning to do? Does a slight smile towards you. Yes, I know what your name and means. He'll respond in Sylvan, my plan is to capture Sadan, interrogate him for whatever information I can get out of him, see who he is working for, if I can capture them, great, and I will continue up that chain, make sure that every last trace of the Whispered Ones is gone from my organization, and bury them deep, deep beneath the earth. Here's the thing, I think you're thinking a little bit small scale right now. And only considering the impact of the Shadow Wolves, we're looking a little bit bigger. So I think our interests are aligned, but there's more information we need than just how they've influenced your organization. Apparently for the past 150 years, give or take. That's nice. I care about my organization. What happens to the rest is inconsequential to me. You seem like a band of strong ideals. I know what I care about. We'll go back in common. Let's talk then. You want more of this than I would get out of it, so... What are you looking for? I want them captured, and I want the information they have on things that don't necessarily concern you. I need the information as well, and how can I trust that what you learn, you'll share? A person of my word? I don't know you. I don't know if I can trust your word. Says the man who has a fake name. I am part of the Shadow Wolves. Bare minimum, I want Sadan. His boss, you can have. And we trade any information we gain from the ones we have. Any information or information that is applicable and relevant? I will not give you information on secrets Sadan might have on the Shadow Wolves. However, beyond that, it is yours. Telepathic to Akiva. It's not the worst deal that we just throw in we want the paperwork back. And we can always follow up and make sure Sadan doesn't continue to be a threat so that the Shadow Wolves screw up. I think it's the best idea. I think your deal is reasonable. We would also like to have that documentation returned to us. Oh, the proof against the dawn. That's fine. Reaches into his, uh, his coat, pulls it out. 
who saw this? I did. You were using it to prove something to someone? Yes. Who? I needed the proof myself. Sorry, that doesn't really answer my question in any helpful way, so you're just going to not be helpful at this point. Is that what you're trying to say? I have what I need from this information. You can have it back. All right. I'll take the papers back. Well, shall we be off to the drunken duck? Sure. Is it okay if I I know Nissel want to make sure Lyle's okay? Do you want to go see Lyle now when there might be a deal happening in the next few hours? Abdod's looking for some sort of reassurance that he's still well. You may proceed. So, yada yada, Lyle's fine. Okay, cool. Um, a little confused that this is not with you, but she's like, okay. Stuff's going down. Okay, so then we will rush off. We will go with Gar to see the deal go down. You guys head towards the Drunken Duck, which Scriv and Nissa, you arrive ahead of the caravan. You are outside the building in the Low Hills District. Do we want to call up somewhere opposite the place? I'm assuming going in would be bad. If I cover the front and she covers the back entrance, then would that still be in range of the earrings? Because then we could have a mostly full picture of all of the ways in and we can talk back and forth. You can be on either side of the building and be fine. Okay, cool. I'll post up across the street on the front if you want to find a building behind and post up there. Can do. After about an hour or so, you see a cart going along the street. The only mechanical creature you see is the mechanical dog this time, with the two humans uh, seated on right by the horses as they're proceeding along the road. Cart stops, and both of the humans get out, who you know are Esbel and Kendral in disguise. They open the doors to the cart, and inside, you see uh, two humanoid constructs step out. Okay. Do the designs look familiar? No. Can I take out some paper and quickly sketch out details while watching? Roll a stealth check for me, if you're trying to remain hidden while doing this. Eleven. I think I want to activate my uh, danger sense. That's the one where I create the psychic model of reality. That's what you're doing on your way there. Okay. Seems like a good precaution. The one humanoid-looking construct looks like basically walking plate armor. Very bulky, and it has a uh, large glaive kind of attached to its back, steps out, and on its shoulder is the bird construct that you saw earlier. The other one is much more intricate looking. The metal is much smoother than any construct you've seen before, and it has very fine details that look almost like it's supposed to be clothing on this construct, but it's all clearly made of metal, with various colorations of gold and green and purple and one thing that definitely catches your attention scriv is it has a small gem on its chest that glows with a kind of soft purplish light at the same color as soft purple light from its eyes the same sort of light that we saw in that construct in the cavern when we first met him similar there is a difference here Okay. The crystal also, while different, reminds you of the fake crystal you gave to them. Oh. It's not the same uh, D8 or diamond shaped. It's hexagonal that's on the chest, but it's similar. While you are outside, you see several. uh, There are people that are starting to approach you and begging for money. 
which does start to draw the attention of the people on the cart. Yes, of course, and I will take out a few copper and offer that to them, and then uh, quickly make my way down the street while uh, scratching my ear and informing Nyssa that I had to relocate. Everything okay? Some minstrels came over and drew attention. There's some weird constructs, different from the bird and the dog that they had, that looked like they could do some serious damage. Great! So, after... Belinda and Akiva. You guys are able to arrive uh, shortly after this cart has gone inside and the people have gone inside. The cart went inside? Sorry, not the cart. The cart's outside, (laughs) which you guys are able to notice the cart very quickly. Nissa, you do see them uh, approaching from where you're positioned at the back. There's a one right there. So you can approach Belinda, Amdan, and Gar, who you do see coming up to the building. Uh, Scriv, you can make your way around and eventually see them too, as you had to pull back for a bit, and when you come back, they're not in front anymore. Okay, so we know something's happening probably soon. I think we need to act boldly. What do you guys think? We don't know anything about the people that are in there. There's a chance that... And I pull out the sketch that I made of the constructs. Brief thing, where are you guys having this conversation? Two streets down. I mean, but that means no one's watching. I could have stayed where I was. There are some big bad constructs that will definitely pose a problem if they're combat capable. Are these like something we've seen before? We know they were working on building constructs that were powered with gems that, you know, contained human souls. Is it that sort of thing? Well, it looks like they've improved them. They're sleeker. They're more compact, probably stronger. The glow on the gem was different, but, you know, that's all I can tell you. I don't know anything about magic. But we can probably assume this is the the next evolution of what they were doing when we caught them before. And there are two of them, along with whatever Kendral has. Nissa, as you are uh, still scouting the place, you notice, while the rest of the party is away, both humanoid constructs step out and start to proceed eastward, away from the building, going on their own. Constructs have just exited and are heading east. Do you want me to follow them? Maybe they're going to meet up with whoever the deal is with maybe it's not happening here maybe they're just going the memory's leaving i don't think we can lose track but i also don't like the idea of splitting up but we have to make a call are we going for kindral or are we going to follow the memory kindral i think nissa you start hearing music coming from inside what kind of music sounds like a violin the song is one you recognize a gnomish lullaby Belinda, if we're trying to report to the general, I think that the memory is going to have greater impact. Trying to figure out what's going on there. I think we split up. Okay. But who's going? I'm not very good at tracking people. I'm not either. Then it seems like you have to stay here and deal with Kendral, which means I'm going to go after the memory. I want to go track these things, but I think there may be somebody I know in the inn, or used to know. Okay. Scriv, go with Akiva, and I'll stay with Nissa. Okay. Okay. As a reminder, Gar is with you guys. Gar, I, I, we have an idea that something's happening around back. I think Scriv is going to go follow, and uh, I'm going to stay here with you and Nissa to keep an eye on things. All right. Let's see if we can deal with this now. Okay. I am going to duck out then, and I will switch as I'm leave like as I round a corner. I'll switch to Bistan instead of Amdan. We are not going on an infiltration with you dressed like that. 
I'm not going as myself. That's a bad idea all around. Let's just go. And that is where we're going to leave this episode for today. Thank you all for listening. Please share this with your friends and follow us on Twitter at Rules As Written or check out our website, dndraw.com. And feel free to email any questions to the DM at dm at dndraw.com. Also, subscribe and leave us a review or comment anywhere podcasts are found. And please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. And remember, always make good decisions. Thank you.